This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. From MPB Think Radio, this is Next Stop Mississippi. I'm Mary Margaret Miller from Mississippi Today, joined by Visit Mississippi's Kamel King. As we do every Friday, we'll be traveling across the state, letting you know about events that make Mississippi great. Today, we'll start our road trip in Jackson for the 2017 Wells Fest. Next, we'll head to Hernando for a cast of blues. Then we'll stroll through Biloxi for the 43rd annual Slavic International Golf Tournament. We'll end our trip with Americana duo Grits and Soul. So hold on tight because we're going for a ride. This is Next Stop Mississippi, and we'll be right back after the news. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back. This is Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. I'm Mary Margaret Miller of Mississippi Today, joined by Visit Mississippi's Kamel King. And we welcome you to this week's edition of your weekly radio travel show. Uh, if you've got questions about what's going on this weekend, you, you want some recommendations on how to fill your time, give us a call. The number is one eight seven seven mpb ring That's 877-672-7464. And I'm feeling especially good today. I was so lonely here in the studio last Aww. week. But Kamel King is back and all is right in the world. <laughs> I'm telling you, I missed you too. I was listening to you while I was in uh, Franklin, Tennessee for the Pilgrimage Festival, and I was missing you so badly. Well, you couldn't have been missing me too badly because from what I understand, Kamel was in front of literally tens of thousands of people promoting Mississippi, promoting all the great things happening around the state. So, Kamel, tell us a little bit about what you were doing. Yes, indeed. I was there, of course, with Visit Mississippi and uh, my colleague Maggie Lowry Stevenson, and uh, it was wonderful. The Pilgrimage Music Festival and Cultural Festival, I think, was in its third year in Franklin, Tennessee, and it was just crazy off the chain. Gigantic, sprawling property, big, gigantic stages, uh, had headliners from Justin Timberlake. Of course, I think you know him. I, I definitely know you him. You know, bringing sexy back uh, all the way to the Avent Brothers, uh, to our own Marty Stewart, uh, to a whole host of other people, and it was just awesome. We painted the entire festival with Mississippi uh, paraphernalia and memorabilia. It was great. Well, I love to hear that. We want to bring all of those uh, visitors to Franklin, and that's in that greater Nashville area, down to Mississippi to enjoy our Mississippi Blues Trail, the Country Music Trail, and, of course, just all the great live music that's happening everywhere all the time, especially this time of year. It is festival season. Uh, This is the time of the year when it's almost like hard to book the show because there are so many good things happening and we want to talk about it all. So uh, without further ado, we're ready to uh, start our road trip, so to speak, uh, here in Jackson with the 2017 Wells Fest. We want to welcome Brenda Ferguson to the show. Thank you. Appreciate you having me on. Well, Wells Fest is in its 34th season. Tell us about how this great program got started. 
started? Well, it started 34 years ago, uh, of course, when Malcolm White got married and, and Keith Tonkel, our pastor of 48 years, um, he married uh, Malcolm and his wife and he wouldn't take any money for it. And his dad said, you got to do something for the man. So he said, well, I know how to put on festivals. So that's how Wells Fest started. And it was a way to pay the preacher. Yes. Wow. (laughs) What a story. So anyway, uh, we lost our preacher this year in in, uh, March. But uh, we have a new pastor now who is Heather Henserling. So um, this is her first Wells Fest as pastor. But she attended years ago when she was at Millsaps. Well, that's great. And and Keith Tonkel has such an incredible legacy. And, and y'all are really doing your part to honor him with this year's festival. Right, right. Uh, our poster and uh, our new logo has a guitar with a peace symbol on it and a butterfly, which, you know, butterflies wow. is transformation, new life, new beginnings. And we've got always love always, which... Is the way he signed things, uh, cards and letters. So we had that in tribute of him wow. this year. Well, if you can, uh, you guys can't see it right now. We're looking at it in the studio. These fans and the posters are absolutely beautiful, and they really do speak to your heart. Thank you, thank you. We, uh, Kristen um, Barnard, is the one that created this logo. And uh, so we're real thankful for her for doing that. She created a, our logo last year, and she does logos for the Juke Joint Festival, too. That's so. right. I thought I recognized this artwork. Yeah. And yeah. a great muralist, too, I believe. Mm-hmm. Well, so Wells Fest uh, takes place uh, all day tomorrow. You get started at 930 in the morning and go through the afternoon. Um, tell us a little bit about what's in store. Well, actually, we're going to start at 8 o'clock with a race and Ooh. a 5K fun walk. Okay. And so... So, and then when that's over at 930, we'll have a pet parade. And then we have a blessing of the pets. Oh, tell us about the blessing of the pets. (laughs) Well, it's gotten pretty competitive over the last couple of years. Uh, They're buying outfits for their dogs and stuff to bring them this year. So um, (laughs) they parade them around and then take them to the front of the stage and have a blessing. And that's when the music starts is at 10 o'clock. And we'll we have about eight or nine bands playing all day till four thirty. Now, uh, we when we were talking before the show got started, I mentioned, oh, I think my daughter would love the pet parade, and you said, no, 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 it's not just the pet parade. There's one main attraction for the kids that's always a hit. We have a kids area that's roped up, roped off, and the sand pile. We bring in a dump load of truck, and the sand pile is a big hit. Oh, <laughs> I just man. love that. And uh, then we have go fish. We have uh, actual ponies that they can ride. Um, admission is free into Wells Fest. Parking is free, but some of the little kids' activities, you buy tickets for it at a nominal fee. So you guys also have a plant sale and art auctions and all type of stuff like that. That's right. We have a silent auction where uh, lots of businesses donate services or products. And so um, we'll be selling those. That closes at 3, I believe. Then we have a coffee house. Uh, Mississippi Cold Drip will be there. I'm a huge fan of Mississippi Cold Drip. Yes. So excited about that. He's a great sponsor of ours. And then we'll be uh, cooking food. We have food furnished by um, Aladdin, uh, Mediterranean. Mm-hmm. And so, and then we'll be cooking food as well. We've got barbecue, hamburgers, hot dogs, corn on the cob. So you can come and plan to stay all day. 
Well, in looking through the lineup, I mean, you you start off acoustic in the morning, and then things kind of get a little, you know, a little uh, more rock and roll towards the afternoon. And loved that seeing that the Andrew Pates band is playing. Now that's a, a kind of a Jackson favorite band. Oh, the Pates have pe- played Wells Fest for years. Um, Kelly and Gene have both passed away now, and their son carries on the tradition and i don't know that we've ever had a wells fest without a pate so <laughs> wow what a testament i yeah. love it now um talk a little bit about where wells fest takes place it's on lakeland drive in the jamie fowler Boyle park which is right next to smith Wells stadium so you can park there on the stadium grounds and uh you know, walk over to the park. So, well, that's easy enough. Mm-hmm. Now, Wells Fest isn't about just having fun and and being a family event. This also benefits a very very worthy cause. Could you tell us about that? Wells Fest um, is a gift of love from uh, Wales United Methodist Church. All of our proceeds every year go to a different nonprofit, and this year it's the Children's um, Methodist Children's Home. And uh, so all the proceeds will go to them. And what they are wanting to do with the money is when uh, a child becomes 18, they age out of the system. And so they're released from the home. Well, they may go off to college or go to try to find a job. But then, um, you know, Christmas break or fall break, they don't have anywhere to go because they don't have any family. So they're refurbishing some apartments that they have on campus. And it's to help these young adults who or 18, you know you're not grown at 18. So. No, you're not. <laughs> you Although you feel you are. <laughs> you know everything at 18, but you just don't know how to do it. Right. But uh, anyway, so they will refurbish these apartments, and it'd be a place for kids to get on their feet, you know, starting to become an adult. Goodness, what a worthwhile cause. Yes, I indeed. really appreciate that. Now, it, I know Wells Fest is very, uh, it seems very dear to you. I know it means a lot to your church family there at Wells Church. What does this event really mean to the Jack? And community. Well, I think I think a lot of people in the community have come year after year, and they look forward to it. And you know, they know that uh, it's going to be a fun time for the entire family. Bring a blanket, you know. Bring your kids. Bring your dog, and just come out and have a great time. Well, it looks like the weather's going to work out for you. I know. We wish it was just a little cooler. We thought it would be in the 70s. But. I know. It's Mississippi <laughs> weather, right? Right, right. But it should be pretty good. It's, I think it's just in the low 80s, so we'll take that. No rain. Absolutely. Now, uh, before we go to break, is there anything else you want to add about tomorrow, about in, if it, a place where people might find information about the, the event? We have a website that's wellsfest.org. You can go online and uh, look at all the activities and the times. Um, One thing I forgot to mention is that we have 60 vendors that will be there, and they're set up selling their goods as well. So, um, What kind of vendors? Well, we have everybody from sales swings to birdhouses to paintings, um, just all types of vendors uh, that buy a booth. And so we have 60 booths this year, nice. which is the largest ever. So. That's a quite a, quite well, a number of, of, of craftsmen and vendors. Yeah, so you can come out and buy early Christmas. There you go. <laughs> well, and if you are on Lakeland Drive in Jackson, uh, headed east, you just can't miss uh, the, the park. And you'll, of course, see all of the activity taking place there. So we really appreciate you making time to be in studio today. We really appreciate these um, great posters and fans that you've brought in. They really brighten up the studio. 
and yeah. I think uh, sort of set the tone for for the weekend. So yeah, well, thank you. Thank you again. So if you're just joining us, we've been talking with Brenda Ferguson. She's with the 34th Annual Wells Fest, which takes place tomorrow in Jackson. So we need to take a quick break. But if you want to give us a call and tell us about what's happening in your community, that number is 877-672-7464. When we return, we'll talk with Sharon McConnell Dickerson about Cast of Blues. This is Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. Podcasts of your favorite MPB Think Radio programs are available now. With any podcast app, you can search, subscribe, and never miss a second of MPB Think Radio. Welcome back. This is Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. I'm Mary Margaret Miller, joined today by Kamel King. If you're just joining us, we've uh, been talking to our friend Brenda Ferguson about the 2017 Wells Fest taking place tomorrow, Saturday, September 30th, here in Jackson. It's going to be a great day, great weather to get out with the family and enjoy crafts and music and food and fellowship. So I uh, hope you're making plans to be with your family and friends this weekend and hope we can help you make those plans. We're going to... Um, uh, be joined now by uh, Sharon McConnell Dickerson. She is in uh, Hernando to talk to us about her exhibit, Cast of Blues. Welcome, Sharon. Well, thanks. Thanks for having me this morning. Well, we're so pleased to have you on. I, I always um, uh, think of you when I was uh, fresh out of journalism school. I was working as a freelance writer, and my editor, Melissa Townsend at Delta Magazine, sent me up to Como, Mississippi on a mission uh, to interview this great uh, sculptor named Sharon McConnell Dickerson. And I was a little nervous. I was very green. And uh, I spent the day with you, Sharon, and um, yeah. a day I'll never forget, just an incredible day of immersement in your work. So excited to share that with our listeners today it, it that was that was a fun i i'll never forget that day either because we um we had a storm come in remember that yes it was a we big to, storm yeah we were at jimbo mathis's um recording studio across the street and we you know figured oh gosh we gotta run over to the house and hunker down for a little bit so yeah that was that was quite the day. Yes, that was fate, uh, allowing yeah. us a little more time <laughs> together. Time together on the back porch, that's right. Now, uh, you are, are on the line today to talk about a, a great exhibit you have at the DeSoto Arts Council uh, that's taking place in conjunction with the Front Porch Jubilee, a, an annual music festival there. So tell us a bit about this exhibit. Well, the exhibit um, has uh, 40 of... Um, the life cast masks that I did of blues musicians, uh, uh, many of them, you know, of course, from Mississippi originally. And um, I have um, uh, the first um, original artwork that I did of uh, hands of slide guitar player uh, Kenny Brown, who's a hill country icon. And, uh, you know, tomorrow, uh, tonight, the Arts Council 
is honoring Kenny Brown and, you know, his inclusion into the project um, with their gala. Um, they're having a fish fry and, you know, an hour reception before they go over to dinner and then live music with uh, Dwayne Burnside and I'm sure Kenny Brown will, uh, even though he's being honored that night, there'll be a guitar close by and he'll probably play as well. So uh, the exhibit is, um, uh, that's a ticketed event. You can go to DeSotoArts.com to get uh, tickets for the uh, reception and dinner and music. Um, and the, um, of course, gallery is open for everyone to enjoy the masks and it's a you know fully accessible exhibit you know for for everyone it uh, because i'm blind uh, i want to you know include uh people that are you know print impaired or low vision or even blind into being able to uh see the exhibit so you can touch the masks everyone can wow and um there's an audio tour uh QR code technology where you can just scan and you can see and hear a lot more and learn about uh, the musician that you're looking at. Wow, incredible levels of engagement yes, there. Indeed. You know, even as as a person who has my vision and and senses in that way, being able to to touch art to really interact with it is mm-hmm. is really not something we often get to do. Exactly. No, no, it's uh, the tactile experience. Uh, you know, sculpture is meant to. Uh, I believe to be touched and and you know creating pieces. Uh, you know, I don't just do uh, molding or cast life casting of um, you know live people, but I also create um, in modeling clay using uh, well, you know, create figurative uh, sculpture in modeling clay, and you know, you have to feel the form. You, you really do to uh, get a sense of uh, and continuity and uh, in a piece. And you really can feel the artist's hands or the the intention or the the model uh, in a life cast. You really feel something different that you can't see with your eyes, and and you you feel them. I mean, you really uh, you feel an essence in that in that piece. Now, Sharon, uh, talk about that life cast process uh, yeah. for our listeners who may not be familiar. Tell us what that what that looks like or what that process is, and the stories that they tell you in the process. Oh gosh, yeah. Uh, well, in the process, they're they're covered they're covered up. They uh, uh, it's uh, I use um, the same material that's used in the uh, in the dental uh, profession. Uh, for making impressions, exact impressions of the teeth, so it does. It can go inside the mouth, and um, it's also used by the special effects industry. And that's actually who I order my materials from. I either use an alginate, which is seaweed-based, um, water-activated, so it's you know it's skin-friendly, and uh, certainly you. Your skin, when you when the mask comes off, everyone always feels like, gosh, my skin is so soft. <laughs> it's, it's like a facial, but I cover the uh, entire face, about a half uh, half a head. So, uh, you know, thinking from the ears back, you know, is not covered, and and the, the ears are covered, uh, the forehead and part of the head, and then you know the eyes are covered, uh, nose and mouth, but leaving obviously. 
uh, you know, room for the model to breathe through their nose. But I don't put straws or anything like that, like some people do up the nostrils, because then you get a, a grimace. Who wants to have a grimace in a mask or have something stuck up their nose, right? And other materials are applied over that alginate to create a hardened shell. And that's for when you remove the mask and there is the the alginate and exact impression that is cradled in that uh, hard shell so that I then go back and um, apply layers and layers of plaster creating that what is original master copy. And after that, of course, it goes through another process uh, to be able to pull additions from what is another uh, rubber mold. We call it a mother mold. Um, and either resin, in this case, in the um, exhibit, they're, they're represented in resin, but you can also apply layers and layers of wax and, and do another method that I do uh, in another medium, which I cast in, which is bronze. And that's the lost wax um, method of casting, which takes months to to do. So there are many hands that um, and processes that this uh, that you this, these pieces undergo um, before they're presented in a gallery. And, and over the years, how many of these uh, live cast masks have you created? Um, I have, I, I think. Uh, 59 or 60. Uh, they they keep, you know, um, there there are many people that I still want to cast, and uh, I'm working with a, a new material now, so I've been practicing with it. Um, it's uh, skin-safe silicone, mm. which, uh, you know, is very exciting to me because it's, uh, you can let the mold sit longer. You don't have to immediately like the seaweed-based, um, make your master copy right there. So when I'm on site somewhere in someone's kitchen or, you know, at a museum or on stage somewhere doing one, um, I don't have to roll right into that particular process. Um, right, and, right. Yeah, and make a big mess. <laughs> now, well, when you are um, when you, when you have completed the process and and you share the mask with the artist that you've um, been working with, tell us about a, a reaction you might experience, or maybe there's one particular reaction that's very memorable to you. Um, that would be Otha Turner, um, you know, who passed on actually, gosh, just three weeks after um, we worked together. He was uh, hmm. well in his nineties. And I went to his home in Como, Mississippi. Uh, that's when I was living in Santa Fe, New Mexico, before I moved here. And, um, w- you know, we spent the day uh, visiting, talking, and, you know, and working. And uh, and there were Mississippi Rhodes was there actually um, filming the session. And when I uh, presented Otha with his mask, uh, and I have pictures of that, he just had the biggest smile and was just, it, it was like he was a, like a, a child it, looking at his own face mm. captured in a different medium, which is very different than looking at yourself in the flesh in, the, in a mirror. Uh, seeing a three-dimensional image of yourself, being able to turn your head and look at yourself, um, it, was, it, it was like he was seeing 
you know, he was in awe, I believe, of, of himself, appreciating himself, and it was very sweet, mm. very well, sweet. Well, Sharon, i tell you two things I was really proud of when I was reading about this exhibit is this is the first time the exhibit is going to be in Hill Country, which is very befitting uh, of what the Hill Country, you know, uh, contributed to the blues genre. And the exhibit will be at the opening of the Mississippi Arts and Entertainment Experience in Meridian, which if you don't uh, if you're listening and you don't know about this place, it is a 52,000 square foot, 50 million dollar experience of entertainment in Mississippi. Tell us about that, please. Oh, I'm so excited to to be able to um, talk about that. And you're right, a lot of people have not heard of, you know, they're calling it the MAX, uh, Mississippi Arts and Entertainment Experience. And um, they, um, yes, have um, invited my show to be the first to open uh, the museum, and it will be uh, featured in their revolving uh, gallery uh, where traveling exhibits will come in from, you know, time to time uh, every so many months so that, you know, you'll see something different, you know, in that, that gallery. If you visited the museum and seen all their other permanent collections, you can always go back uh, to see what's happening uh, in their traveling exhibit gallery. Um, it, I, it will feature um, the 40 masks that are now traveling, um, and you know that uh, I have a bronze casting of Johnny Winter's hands, and those will be there. And also, what I'm really pleased to uh, to to tell you is that um, I asked uh, Dr. Ferris, uh, Bill Ferris, um, who you know, Bill. Oh, course. sure, sure. Um, his his uh, black and white photography um, will join a cast of blues for that special exhibit. Um, he has portraits of some of the Hill Country uh, musicians that I cast, but the time that he took the photographs of these musicians, they were young, younger. Mm-hmm. And then there's the masks that I've done of the same musicians, they're three-dimensional, which is, I love the two-dimensional and the three-dimensional being shown, uh, showcased together. Um, you, you see that the musicians are much older. So, the, you know, the, there's a, it, it shows the life, you know. It, it, I love the, the, uh, that uh, being together. Well, what, what uh, and a great! So uh, the museum also has commissioned me to create uh, three uh, bronze masks um, of, uh, yeah, like I said, three of the musicians in the collection. But I can't, I can't say who they are at this time. <laughs> it will be a surprise. That's right. Something to look forward to yeah. when the Max opens in 2018. Yeah. So, but Sharon, thanks for joining us. We want to remind our listeners that um, tonight there will be a, a gala at DeSoto Arts Council where uh, the great K- Hill Country Blues musician Kenny Brown will be honored. Uh, you'll be uh, able to talk to Sharon and experience her great uh, life cast masks tonight. That's called A Cast of Blues uh, taking place uh, in uh, DeSoto, at, the, at the DeSoto Arts Council. So uh, it's time for us to take another break, uh, but when we come back, we'll have um, the mayor of Biloxi on the line to talk about the Slavic Invitational Golf Tournament. This is Next Stop Mississippi, and we'll be right back after the break. 
you're a sustaining member of MPB Think Radio, we appreciate your support of our programs. To become a sustainer, go to mpbonline.org. Welcome back. This is Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. I'm Mary Margaret Miller, joined by Kamel King. If you're just joining in, we talked to Sharon McConnell-Dickerson about her exhibit, Cast of Blues, which is on display at the DeSoto County Arts Council. We had a call during the break from a listener asking, what is the Hill Country? And tell us more about that. And we certainly appreciate these sorts of questions and these calls. Uh, the Hill Country of Mississippi is, is that northeastern part of the state. Uh, Marshall County, Panola County, uh, Tayton, and, and Lafayette. Um, so we that's a, a very special sound of blues that you mm-hmm. find in, in the Hill Country. A lot of great artists came from that area. And it's more of a, a, a trancey, a droney type of blues than, than maybe that acoustic uh, blues you'd hear in the Delta or a more um, soul blues that you might hear uh, around the capital city. Uh, Kamel, I know that you've worked with a lot of artists in that area. We have a lot of blues trail markers up there as well. Yeah, but I, I think you described it perfectly. That is exactly the way it sounds. Uh, you know, the Burnside family comes from uh, that area. I mean, you described it perfectly. Well, uh, so thanks for that call and for that question. Um, so uh, as we uh, move along in the show, we want to uh, head on uh, to Biloxi, uh, where we're joined today by Mayor Fofo Galich. Hel- Welcome, Mayor. Great. Hello to everyone. Appreciate you uh, having some interest in our little golf tournament down here. Thank oh, you. yes, absolutely. Now, before we jump into the golf tournament, I want you to tell our listeners a, a little bit about the history of the Slavic community um, in Biloxi, particularly on the coast, because it is a really rich and, and interesting story. It certainly is, and we do appreciate it. Again, our organization, Slavic Benevolent Association, was founded in 1913. Primarily by you know immigrants from uh, what is now Croatia, but there's a, a coastal area called Dalmatia. You know, it's about a thousand islands. I think we even invented a thousand island dress. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyway, uh, there are a thousand islands. You know, primarily fishermen, people who made their living off the sea. And around 1900, 1903, 1898, uh, they found you know some of the folks were. Um, looking for a better way of life and, and found a way to, uh, you know, the blocks in the coastal area, uh, all up and down, you know, uh, the Gulf Coast and, and, and uh, proceeded to, you know, to participate in the shrimp and oyster industry in 1926 that dominated the shrimp and oyster industry. And, and you know, it was, truly was an American dream uh, come true. And, and uh, you know, my generation, our generations that are in the middle of, uh, the, you know, this golf tournament and some of these other activities, but they're, you know, it continues, and, and, and you know, new generations will follow. But uh, the organization was uh, organized to, uh, you know, help the living and bury the dead. And uh, and it, it still continues and, and is as vibrant as ever. Well, and, and you're, the Slavonian Lodge there in Biloxi is really sort of the heart of that community. Am I right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We, we like to think that, uh, you know, it, it's the place. Uh, it, it, I think Elvis Presley in 1956 appeared uh uh, there and, and you know we, we talk about some of the things that happened you know just uh, uh, in and around Biloxi, but uh, there's so many so many stories that just, just rich and rich and you know in, in stories. So, now, Mayor, you're the chairman of the tournament, correct? And how long well, have you been yeah, involved? Yeah, like, with the yeah, tournament? I, I've been involved with from a technology standpoint. You know, to to do the things you need with a thousand golfers, you need a little software. And you know, I came from from the software development uh, area and. And uh, back, uh, one of the uh, 
first uh, couple of years, we were able, but even before the IBM PC days, we implemented some software. I guess you know, another form of Mayor Pete Hallett, Jake Lodnich, and Larry Dubez, you know, in the 1973, kind of decided, let's have a little golf tournament, and it was on a cold November day in 1973. Started out cold and got colder, and we decided <laughs> to uh, say this is uh, not really cool, so we moved it to uh, July in the next year, and then. And, of course, uh, it, it was really warm, and in a few years, I think in 2000, we moved it to September, and it was perfect. And it's absolutely right now, uh, Chamber of Commerce weather. And, uh, you know, it, uh, it, it's just a, a, great, uh, a, a great gathering. And, and uh, you know, it, it was, uh, I think the only year we missed was, uh, of course, Katrina in 2005. But now it's sort of that one golf course on Kids Country Club. Now we've had actually six golf courses, and it's really wow. an amazing I uh, was just we were just sitting around. We we served about a thousand golfers ribs and chicken last night at the pool deck at the at the Beau Rivage, and it was just a just a tremendous. You just think back in, in the history and and uh, come a long way. And uh, so we're real real pleased to uh, to have this every year. It's more of a uh, you know a festival of golf. You know, we're a little golf and, and a lot of uh, you know. Food, drink, and, and good times. Well, there's always uh, food, drink, and good times on the Mississippi Gulf Coast. And uh, I did a little project down uh, at the uh, Slavonian Lodge years ago. It's been maybe five or six years ago where I got to do some oral histories with some of your members. Uh-huh. And uh, one thing that became very clear to me is that food is at the center of, of you know, <laughs> that community and that celebration. And I went home with this great uh, cookbook, uh, like Croatian oh, community yeah. cookbook. And, uh, you know, I've got that on my shelf and pull it out uh, as often as I can. Uh, so Good. tell our listeners about um, how they can get involved this weekend. I mean, uh, is, is the tournament um, something people can come out and enjoy? Uh, where should That's they go right. to, to find more right. information? Yes. Uh, again, the, the six golf courses. Sunday is the championship, uh, you know, uh, the day. Everybody's just kind of jockeying for position Friday and Saturday and Sunday. You go to the, you know, go to the whip, so to speak, in you know, horse turf and horse uh, racing terms. But the six golf courses, because Fallen Oak was a championship through the first through the fourth flight, I believe, and then the rest of them are listed on on our web uh, site, SlavicInvitational.com. And they'll, you know, any of those golf courses will have two, you know, playing all day, eight o'clock tee time and one o'clock tee time. So there'll be golfers all over those uh, those courses, and then you know, there'll, of course, there's a lot of food and drink uh, on those golf courses too. So. Uh, uh, you no, know, no, no charge to to watch, so to speak. So wonderful. Now, now tell us that website one more time. SlavicInvitational.com, S-L-A-V-I-C-N-I-Invitational. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. All right. Well, Mayor, thanks so much for making time right. to be well, with I, us. I appreciate your interest, and in, in, uh, come join us if you have the opportunity down here. All right. Well, thank you so much. It's thank you. Always, thank you. Bye-bye. Always great to hear from you. Really, um, you know, we talk a lot about uh, the, the history of, of, you know, black and white in Mississippi. You know, sometimes we talk about our Chinese cultural heritage, our Vietnamese cultural heritage. The Slavic community is mm-hmm. really just a fascinating immigration story that um, is uh, rich and strong and, and still very strong. So I encourage folks to uh, check out the golf tournament, but also uh, maybe do a little history digging, too. There uh, you go. Really cool. Really cool. Mississippi, we're so layered. Yes. Yes. Regardless of popular belief, there are many blurred lines and many colors of the rainbow here. That's the truth. That is absolute, absolutely true. Now, I would be remiss um, if I did not mention that we're in the middle of bridging the blues. Uh, this is one of the uh, greatest kind of two, three weeks of, of 
music and um, celebration of all things blues culture um, around Mississippi. It's a partnership between uh, Mississippi, uh, the Arkansas Delta, and and Memphis. You know, Memphis is a state of its own. It's it's not yeah. just you know Tennessee <laughs> up there. Um, but this weekend, the Mighty Mississippi Music Festival is happening yes, in indeed. Greenville, right there uh, uh, on the river, and um, and good times are going to be had. There's that great Highway 61 blues stage, yeah. but then they're also bringing in huge headliners like Shovels and Rope, a yeah. great Americana duo that people are just crazy about. So uh, again, Mighty Mississippi Music Fest. Uh, they they play the football games out there too. So you know if you if you're like, oh, I can't go because I can't miss that uh, state game on Saturday. Well, <laughs> you, you can watch it uh, from the festival grounds. So wishing them the best of luck. And and Sunday also kicks off the International Conference on the Blues at Delta State University. Uh, this project is several years um uh, down the road now. I know I've been a couple of times, Camille, you and I have been together, and uh, this year's conference is, is going to um, be held primarily in the spaces at the Grammy Museum Mississippi, which is uh, super exciting because, as we yeah. know, awesome space uh, to gather and, and, of course, to learn. And this year is John Lee Hooker's Centennial, yeah. so uh, the co- the Conference on the Blues ties in really nicely to the exhibits uh, about John Lee Hooker that are on display now um, at Grammy Museum, but also at the Delta Blues Museum. Museum. So some of the highlights, I think, uh, for this uh, three-day uh, program are um, a, a, a concert Tuesday night with Aaron Neville duo at the Bologna Ooh. Performing Arts Center. I have got to be there for that. I hope I can make that. Yeah, he is such an icon. Such an icon. And that Man. is um, an incredible space uh, to hear music. Uh, Professor Don Allen Mitchell will interview Aaron Neville uh, before uh, the concert begins. And then on Sunday, uh, our friends <laughs> over on the TV side here at MPB are going to be filming um, an episode of Amped and Wired, their like, live mm-hmm. music program. And uh, and that's going to feature uh, Christone Kingfish Ingram, Kingfish. Fish, the great guitarist, uh, and then a guy from Georgia named John Tavius Willis, and uh, also Marquis Knox from St. Louis. Uh, MPB's Scott Beretta is going to be hosting that, and uh, so if you can't get down to to watch the filming, you'll certainly be able to watch that on MPB TV. So again, that's the International uh, Conference on the Blues uh, starting Sunday through Tuesday in Cleveland at Delta State University. Uh, For more information, you can check out www.internationaldeltabluesproject.com. So it's time for us to take another break, um, but when we get back, we'll talk with the Americana duo Grits and Soul. So stay tuned to MPB. This is Next Stop Mississippi. Your home for the arts and music is MPB Music Radio. From classical to bluegrass and everything in between, MPB Music Radio has a sound for every ear. For information on where to find MPB Music Radio, visit mpbonline.org. 
You're listening to Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. To call the show, dial 1-877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send us an email to nextstop at mpbonline.org. This is MPB Think Radio. Welcome back. This is Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. I'm Mary Margaret Miller of Mississippi Today, joined with Visit Mississippi's Kamel King. Uh, we've been having a great day today. Lots of uh, wonderful things happening around the state. We spoke with Brenda Ferguson from Wells Fest, uh, the 34th annual celebration of um, of, of love uh, yeah. right uh, right in the capital city. Uh, we also spoke with Sharon McConnell Dickerson, the great sculptor, uh, about her exhibit Cast of Blues, which is on display now at DeSoto County um, at the DeSoto Arts Council, but will be traveling the state and and will uh, help um, sort of uh, with that a big launch of the Mississippi Arts and Entertainment Experience in yeah. Meridian uh, and soon you know next year is is like now you know yeah. really yeah. not too far away so uh, Kamel uh, uh, one other thing we wanted to talk about today is, is a special event happening uh, just around the corner yes indeed I actually plan on taking uh, my daughter this weekend it is the third annual family and friends picnic born to be wild it is being presented by the Coalition for Citizens and Disabilities and the Mississippi Museum of Natural Science. Uh, it'll be held this Saturday from 10 a.m. until 2 p.m. at the Mississippi Museum of Natural Science uh, at 2148 Riverside Drive in Jackson, Mississippi. Uh, so what it'll be is a fun-filled day uh, to celebrate people with disabilities and their families and friends. And, you know, people can come out and enjoy a supportive and uh, judgment-free day. So this is mm. a day for just all of families and friends to get together, but especially uh, children and people with disabilities, the, this is a day where you will have just a sea of love around you, non-judgment, and uh, just a lot of fun. And uh, that day, there will be an all-day access to the museum. They will have archery, uh, laser shot, creature feature. They've got can fishing. Uh, they also will have Lulu the Dinosaur soar, and lunch from Chimneyville Smokehouse. Uh, so if you want to learn more about this or do online registration, you can go to tiny tinyurl.com slash wild picnic two thousand seventeen. That's tiny T I N Y U R L U R L dot com slash wild picnic two thousand seventeen. Uh so I definitely encourage to go out. I think um Kennedy and I will go out to this because we were already planning on going to the uh, Natural Science Museum. So this falls right on time. And I think it'll be an even better situation and experience. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, they always do such good programming there. And uh, speaking of programming, I, I wanted to talk a little bit about Front Porch Jubilee that's taking place this weekend in Hernando. Uh, it's a it's a new festival and uh, one I haven't been able to attend, but man, they've got a really good lineup. Uh, and the proceeds from the festival uh, go towards uh, the renovation of the historic Vaughn Theater in Hernando. So a uh, little backstory on the Vaughn Theater. This is 
was pretty awesome. Uh, Elvis played the Vaughn Theater in his younger years, as well as Jerry Lee Lewis and Eddie Bond. Uh, Kenny Brown, who's being honored this weekend right. uh, with the, the hand casting by Sharon uh, McConnell Dickerson, has played the Vaughn Theater and the North Mississippi All-Stars. So uh, really cool. Right. Um, they've got a, a Hall of Fame going around um, uh, the Hill Country music tradition. And um, uh, Kenny Brown um, has been uh, inducted into that uh, Hall of Fame and... Um, uh, the late Gus Cannon, and then, of course, Jerry Lee Lewis. So really cool, um, exciting stuff happening up at the Front Porch Jubilee. And speaking of, we've got Anna Klein. She's uh, one part of the duo Grits and Soul. Uh, they'll be playing at Front Porch Jubilee this weekend. Um, welcome to the show, Anna. Hey, Mary Margaret. How are you? We're doing well. So glad to have you on today. Uh, Anna's uh, got roots in DeSoto County, but makes her living and, and her life now as, as a traveling musician in the uh, Americana duo Grits and Soul. Anna, tell us a little bit about your music. Well, um, you know, John and I, he's also here, too. Um, Hello. <laughs> hey, John. Um, hey, how you doing? John and I have been playing music for about six years, and, you know, we met in Jackson and um, started writing songs together and uh, really kind of bonded over, you know, a lot of Mississippi music and blues and um, and a lot of roots music. And so we kind of say that, you know, our music sort of converges at the crossroads of soul and blues, bluegrass and country. We, um, I don't know, try to kind of push the boundaries of roots music. Well, I'll tell you, I was listening to uh, some of your music uh, last night. Uh, I believe it was, uh, I can't remember the song, maybe 100 Year Farm. That was it. And I was so amazed at the harmony in the guitar synchronization that you guys have. How long did it take to get that down? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm still getting it down. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, it takes a while, especially when you're in a musical partnership. Um, I don't know. You know, when you first kind of get together, you're like, ooh, you know, we feel that chemistry. Um, but, you know, it, it takes a long time to perform together. It takes hundreds of performances to, I don't know, really get in sync with somebody. And I feel like um, – <laughs> After all this time, we're just kind of now hitting our groove. <laughs> well, speaking of, of hitting your groove, Anna, we're going to take a, a second to listen to Carry Me Away so our listeners can can get a little taste of what Camille and I have been enjoying over the past few days. Carry okay. me away, carry me away Sins they got me cloudy headed. Carry me away, sweet and low. Their voices whisper. Carry me away. Hear those waves wow. to me. Certainly enjoy that. I, I don't. I may. I may skip church on Sunday. I'm telling you, that was a dose. <laughs> Beautiful, "Carry Me Away" by Grits and Soul. Uh, Anna, you guys are, are traveling uh, homeward bound uh, to uh, yeah. North Mississippi to be part of the Front Porch Jubilee this weekend. Yeah. Uh, what's it mean to come back to Mississippi? 
Well, I mean, I always relish the opportunity to get to come back home um, because sometimes it feels like, you know, it's just not enough. Because um, it's kind of hard. I don't know. It's a double-edged sword. It's so much fun being able to travel around, but, you know, there's nothing like home. So I'm excited to get to go back and spend a little time in Hernando and and just kind of soak it in for a while. Now, uh, uh, the music we uh, just heard, and, and we're going to uh, listen to um, Blue Friday on the way out, um, is this part of, of an album you guys are working on? What's what's happening with Grits and Soul? Well, okay, so the tracks that I sent to you were from our debut album called Floodwaters. Um, and currently, I mean, honestly, we've been traveling so much, I mean, over the past, Lord, six years, I guess, um, that, you know, we've been writing new stuff that we haven't had a chance to actually record it. And so, um, you know, after so long playing so much bluegrass while we lived in Asheville, North Carolina and everything, John really, John and I really wanted to return to our roots. So a lot of the stuff that we're playing and performing now is going to sound a little different. Um, and so we're just writing new material and, um, I'm trying to, you know, really kind of channel my roots. You know, I spent a lot of time at Malico Records and worked there. And so that's a huge influence on, you know, my listening ears. And then, you know, John and I actually this year have put together an electric band. And um, that's been a lot of fun. So we're kind of hoping that we can move forward playing more with that band, even though this weekend we're just going to be a duo. Well, that's really exciting. Mm-hmm. Uh, such a, the one, a wonderful part of being an artist and a creative person is is uh, exploring the yeah. spectrum of, of performance and of, of sound and music. So, Anna, we're really glad uh, that y'all could join us on the air today. I know you've got a, a busy weekend ahead, and we wish you a great uh, a great weekend at Front Porch Jubilee. Now, as we go out with Blue Friday, uh, tell us a little bit about this song. Oh, this tune is taken from a lot of stuff I love is kind of that bluegrassy old country kind of thing. We wrote it pretty quickly. Yeah, it was written very quickly. You ever heard of a guy named Jimmy Martin? I was that was who I was trying to think of. Um, it's a fun song. Well, a a great fun song, a great way to uh, keep your Friday moving forward. And we want to thank you for traveling with us today on Next Stop Mississippi. Our uh, producer is Michelle McAdoo. And for Kamel King, I'm Mary Margaret Miller. Southern Remedy for Women is up next. um, And we hope you'll join us next week for another great trip on Next Stop Mississippi. Always on MPB Think Radio. I took it for a ride, boy, I'm going to Hawaii.